Um, hi, everyone. This is Truthy and Yana, and we're interns for the Notre Dame Career and Life Success Program, welcoming you to CareerCast. The future is lifelong learning. We are super excited to launch this podcast today. Join us as we talk to today's most forward-thinking professionals to hear about the creative, entrepreneurial, and cutting-edge work they are doing, and tips for how to thrive in a time of change and lifelong learning opportunities. So hi, today we're excited to welcome our guest, Dina Katov. Um, Dina is a product designer with the knack for intuitive user flows, organized design systems, and seamless interactions. She's designed for NerdWallet, Autodesk, NASA, and Dialpad, and currently works on Apple's human interface design team. In her spare time, she mentors women in tech through Hexagon UX and the U.S. State Department's Tech Women Program. See, she also likes making avocado toast, wading through rivers, and taking glamour shots of her cat. She is also a proud alum of Notre Dame High School and the University of Southern California, where she studied media arts. So welcome to CareerCast, Dina. Um, you're our first guest, so clearly very high pressure. Um, but because you went to ND, maybe you can start off by sharing your class year and mascot and then also telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Um, I Wow, that took me a minute. I'm sorry. I was in the class of 2012. Um, we were the pink and green cobras, which is a fun mascot. Um, and I, that was a while ago. It's coming back to me. What did <laughs> I do? Um, I was really heavily involved in journalism at ND. Um, I did that for four years, um, as the editor in chief of the crown and shield my senior year. Um, and I really thought that I wanted to pursue journalism long-term. So that's what I ultimately ended up going to school for at USC. Um, but part of the way there, you know, you feel out different things, you see what you want to do. And I ended up doing design or media arts as we called it at USC. Well, that's great. Thank you for sharing that about yourself. And it's really cool as a student to hear about your class year and mascot. Um, but going into our next question, um, how does your career help address contemporary issues and real world problems? Um, I mean, at its core, design is problem solving. Um, that's kind of the exercise that you're going through every day that is the work. Um, Right now, you know, we're really thinking about how to make people's lives easier, how to help people stay connected and learn and work, especially at a time like this. Um, but really design can tackle any problem. And prior to me working at Apple, I worked on a free app called NerdWallet that helps people with financial literacy and management. Um, so it's really just at its core about problem solving and figuring out how you can use technology to influence people's lives, hopefully for the better. Um, that's always the goal, but yeah. 
Um, so our next question is about maybe like common myths in your profession. So what's one common myth about your profession or field that you want to debunk? Um, I would say, I think a lot of people think that design is about making things look good um, with my air quotes that no one can see on a podcast. <laughs> um, but really it's not it's always kind of associated with aesthetic, I think, for people who are on the outside. Um, but really design is a lot more than that. It's all about function. It's about crafting a story of how someone interacts with your product or your experience. Um, it's about a person's needs that you're trying to solve or trying to influence and then achieving all of that in a clear, simple way while looking approachable and clean is the idea, um, but it's more of an added bonus and not necessarily the focus of the day-to-day. -day. Yeah, I feel, I feel you on the air quotes. I've been nodding as if they can actually see me, but, <laughs> but um, since a lot of our audience our students, and we are sure that they are curious to know what is one skill you use every day in your career that you did not learn specifically at school? Uh, I would say this is more of a soft skill, I guess, than a hard skill, but um, I would say humility, like, especially when I think about what I look for in the designers that I work with, because you know, any job is so collaborative and kind of like in that nature. Um, I think the best designers have a lot of humility and acknowledge that they don't have all the answers and are kind of actively soliciting feedback and opinions. Um, I think you could still be confident while being humble and kind of show both of those traits. But I think it's important to just be receptive to other people and especially in design, such a big part of design is critique and feedback and kind of figuring out how to make things better all the time. So it really does require a level of uh, humility that um, I think some people struggle with. And I personally struggled with at first. Um, but it is something that you learn over time. Um, so for our next question, we're taking you all the way back to high school and you did kind of touch on this, but if you could turn back time and give your 17, 18 year old self any advice, what would it be? And then also kind of going off of that, like ha have there been any resources that you've used like since high school in your career path that have helped you along the way? Yeah. Um... I really loved my time at Notre Dame. I felt super supported and successful there. And I think leaving that environment and going to a really large school um, with like, you know, so many different programs and different paths that you can choose, I definitely felt a pretty high level of imposter syndrome. Um, and I think... Yeah, if there's anything I would tell my, you know, high school self, it would be just to have confidence approaching those situations and that, you know, 
you're where you are for a reason, as cliche as it sounds, but it's often pretty hard to internalize that. Um, and, you know, you get that feeling even kind of beyond that initial college transition. It can happen when you're starting a first job or like starting a new job or any kind of stage of life, I think. Um, oh, resources that have helped me along the way. Um, I think as much as you can talking to other people, it sounds very simple, but um, so much their education or like a few years further along in their career, like even someone with just a year more of experience than you perspective to offer that you don't know yet because you haven't lived through that. Um, but I would say, you know, going into that resource, like it's okay to be aggressive about connecting with people too. I think so often as women, we think asking people for things or like their time or something super simple like that is a burden. Um, when it's actually not, I think most people really like talking about themselves and their experiences. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, as much as you can just, you know, talk to people who are doing the things you want to do or talking to people who are doing the things you don't even think that you want to do because you never really know what's there. And um, yeah, I wish I had something a little bit more like magical or secretive than that but <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of all yeah. it is yeah no I like how you touch base on just like the simple fact of talking and connecting to people can get you really far and you know share your ideas more but um on another note every job comes with its fair share of challenges um, tell us about a time when you faced an obstacle in your job that challenged you to learn something new. Yeah, um, I'd say something that we run into a lot and something that I'm learning more about right now is representation and accessibility and how that manifests in design. Um I think especially right now, it's pretty poignant to dig into how technology can be exclusionary towards certain groups of people and what we can do to make that better. Um, and it's kind of an exercise of how we build products for people who are not directly represented in a software development process which is another problem, but that's like uh, more recruitment and HR and business and all of that stuff. Um, but it's really interesting to kind of get into putting on a little bit of a different hat and trying to figure out like, how does this experience work for a differently abled person or like a non-sighted person or someone who's colorblind, or even people who live in areas that don't have 
um, strong cellular coverage and data, like things that we take for granted that we totally don't think about. Um, so that's something that I'm always learning about. And I think we probably should have been doing that from the start, but that's something that more people are picking up on and is gaining a lot of momentum right now, which is pretty good. But it is always a challenge to step outside of what you know and your day-to-day -day experiences and try to really dive deep into someone else's. Um, I think, I mean, you guys know it too, because of where we live, but the Bay Area is such a bubble and there's so many different experiences out there when you're designing for, you know, the world that we don't experience here. Um, and that's something that I'm trying to learn as much as I can about. Yeah, I totally agree on the Bay Area being a bubble thing. Like, I feel like the more you learn new things, like the more challenges like this will come up. So, um, but on a more positive note, um, so what does fulfillment mean to you? And what about your job makes you fulfilled in the work you do? That's a good question. Um, I <laughs> love seeing people that I've worked on. Um, I find that personally really fulfilling and just asking them like, are you liking it? How's your experience? Has this been useful for you? Um, and seeing what kind of things come up. I think as far as like what makes a successful kind of design project is really when someone can pick up something that you've worked on and use it for something kind of outside of what you imagined that people would use it for if that makes sense. Um, just that it's adaptable and multi-purpose and that um, it transcends what you thought was initially possible. Um, I, think, I think though, something to keep in mind as weird as it may sound is a really important part of being a designer is that the work is never really done. You're always iterating. You're always trying to make it better. Um, so even if you feel fulfilled, that's not really a sign to stop. Um, and you still have to maintain a critical eye for improvements and not just like accept that something is done and wrapped up and it's perfect because it never will be. <laughs> um, yeah. That's yeah. more exciting than I'm making it sound. I don't want that <laughs> to sound like crushing or, <laughs> or anything. <laughs> like, oh, you can always make it better. It can always serve some more purposes. Like, that's a good challenge. Yeah. I also agree with um, design just being a whole process. Um, there's never, like, an end product where you can't keep improving and keep keep making things better but um starting to wrap up our podcast episode um I think this will be our last question um the goal of our podcast is to encourage lifelong learning so tell us how are you a lifelong learner and what do you do in your day-to-day -day life to continue learning 
Yeah, I think this is a super interesting question because for a while, I think kind of when I first started off in my career or even school, um, I was always trying to learn like new design techniques or new software programs that you could use to like help your process and stuff like that. Like I was very much focused on these tangible skills and how to like broaden my skill set and further develop it. And I think the way I see learning now these days is more about just like staying dialed into the news and having conversations with people and making sure that you're aware of what's going on around you. Um, I guess, especially in times like this, you know, it can be very easy to isolate yourself. I think we always have to be mindful to not do that. Um, But yeah, I mean, definitely reading books, not only about design ish I never read design books so I shouldn't even (laughs) say that but um just about any kind of contemporary issues um and what's going on around that and how the work that you do plays into it because you know we all we all have some sort of role I think right now to a lot of the focus is on unlearning right about really questioning the systems around us and our role in them and just I guess in some way that is learning too right but um Mm -hmm. yeah I think keeping focused on important things like that will get you really far too rather than just the the hard skills and the different like design trends and programs that you could be learning about that was a great episode if you guys are interested in learning more about dina or what she does you can check out her website in the description of this podcast and if you're interested in connecting with her personally just reach out to either me yana or miss perkins right thank you shruti and make sure to stay tuned to our next episode where we will also interview another notre dame alum thank you Career cast out.